0: Here with Budget Pedal Chap, and we have got Ollie Miles, we've got Paul Mason. This is Fret Talk episode number four now. Uh, introduce yourself, Woo! guys. So
1: we've got, we've got Ollie there, and we've got Hello. also known as Animal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we've got, that's quite amusing. You look yeah. like Animal, I've got the animal hat on. <laughs> So uh, we've got to we've
0: got to move swiftly today because we've got um, lots of um, Nam releases uh, to get through. Uh, first of all, um, what have we been up to this week, Ollie? You've been playing about with your Kemper, haven't you?
2: Yeah, I've I finally took the time to sit down and mess around with different profiles and just play about with it. Whereas when I first got it, I downloaded about three that I thought I'd like, and I stuck with them. Yeah, but. So- I, yeah, I
0: you, kind you, of did you, it you done a little live stream and, uh, and went through some of the um, The models So uh, were there any that kind of took you by surprise Or any that you thought you'd like That perhaps didn't quite uh, Resonate with you
2: um, In all fairness I don't think I had a Bad profile as such there, there are a couple that I wouldn't use Regularly but I didn't like Turn one on and go That's horrible yeah. Kill it with fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, one I was pleasantly surprised by was the... Um, it was a sun face fuzz, which I believe... I can't remember who makes it, but it was a sun face fuzz into a clean cornford of some sort. Oh, brilliant. Um, I mean, I had to cut a little bit of the low end because the low end was just big, booming a bit. But that that was a lot of fun. I've been playing that a lot. Um what else did I have? Yeah, just I, I think I had uh an orange OR fifty. Yeah. A couple of Cornfords. A Fender Vaporizer, which I was pleasantly surprised with. Yeah, I thought that sounded really good actually. It was on the uh, on the
0: Vaporizer channel, weren't it? So it was
2: Yeah, it was on the Everything On Ten button. Yeah, which sounded sounded fantastic. Yeah, so I'm gonna play that with that last night. Um I think there was a Richie Carson signature, ooh, at some point. Which? What's this? Yeah, That's, I don't. Uh, He's he's done quite a few uh, signatures. Was it a Cornford or? It was a Cornford, yeah. Yeah, I think I think that was the other Cornford I had. Oh, brilliant. Um, then Blues Breaker, yeah. Some sort of Fender Blues Deluxe, I think it was. Yeah, under your request, couple of Igniters, which were the Igniters were brilliant, weren't they? Yeah, I think one of them I wouldn't use. Yeah. There was one of the profiles I had of an Ignator which was kind of take it or leave it. Yeah. I'd when, be happy either way. When you got onto the uh, the Ignator Armageddon, um,
0: there was just so much gain that your, <laughs> your smile couldn't have got any
2: bigger. <laughs> yeah, it was. I, I, with a name like Armageddon, I should have expected it, really. Yeah. Um, but, no, that, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, speaking of Ignators,
0: uh, I actually uh, dusted off my igniter. I've got a. A rebel twenty head, um, and I, I dusted it off this week and took it to practice, um, and it sounded absolutely immense. Sounded so good. Um, yeah. For those that know me, they'll know that I I tend to run um, uh, TC mojos uh, in the front end. Um, the pl- plural of mojos. Indeed. <laughs> well, I, I, I was running. Um, the mojo uh the mojo into the adverse effects honeybee that we talked about last time um, and it was just it was a be- beautiful kind of crunchy crunchy tone um, and that was beautiful nice. unfortunately my um my e l eighty fours packed in halfway through practice and I had to then <laughs> use the um the the practice room's roland cube which Ooh. was not so. I mean, step, stepping from the uh, from the Igniter to the Roland Cube is it's it's undignified.
2: I've got I've had some few few good tones out of a Roland Cube before. Yeah,
0: I I, I just found, because um, because I was using it as a, a pedal platform and not um, not the the tones on it itself. I find the um, the the jazz chorus setting was just too too chimey and too bright. Um, yeah, and the um, the tweed setting. Uh just got a bit mushy in the mid range a bit like really kind of squashed and compressed sounding. Uh, but hey ho, um and that that brings me on to the fact that I did some um, some valve shopping this week. because uh, I thought <laughs> if I've got to change the uh change the eighty fours I might as well change the lot. Um and goddamn valves are expensive. Yeah, they are. I mean, a single unit's not so much, but when you end up having to buy seven,
1: <laughs> Ooh, ouch. yeah. What yeah is, I'm all right. I'm running a modular, so I've only got one, twelve, eight, seven.
2: Kemper, nothing.
1: Uh, yeah, I think.
0: To be honest, I think you guys have got uh, have got the idea there. Um, unfortunately, I don't think my uh, my ears will allow me to to switch to uh, any other modelling after after listening to the um, that Igniter sing at full volume. Probably didn't help that I had, it. It had the master fully cranked as well, so. <laughs> but hey yeah Right, so like I said, we have got absolute, absolute tons of stuff to get through this week because, again, it was um, it was Summer now, which is um, kind of historically not not the one where big announcements happen. But there seems to be a, a fair amount. So we've got to start off with Paul. You, you said there was a, um, a couple of announcements by Charvel,
1: or Shovel. We were calling. Yeah, um, it's I was saying to you guys earlier I mean it's it's a bit of a weird one because normally I look at the Nams and it's like right okay reissues of something that we've already seen it's yeah. um, there's, a, there's a there's a new something that's already existing so you know it's, it's usually quite boring yeah But this year um, charvel have released um, in one case, they've re-released a couple of signature models. Okay. Uh, The the first one is the Warren DeMartini um, Pro Mod. Now, if anybody doesn't know Warren DeMartini, you might (laughs) recognize the the name Rat. Yeah. Yeah, he's their guitarist. Obviously, he was, um, my Rats are contemporaries with Ozzy Osbourne and Doc and Joe in the 90s. Yeah. Um, It's, it's basically the um, it's a stripped down San Demas with a, a Floyd Rose yep. single um, humbucker in the bridge, single coil in the neck, three way switch, volume okay. control, but it's got his signature snakeskin finish on. Ah, Ooh, so it is proper 90s so, hair metal.
0: Yeah, it's taken that kind of eighties excess and yeah, running running um, with that aesthetic.
1: I like yeah. it. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's, how, he's, how expensive is it? Um, it, I'm. I can't remember offhand. I think it's somewhere up around the Grand region. Yeah. Um. But I mean, the, the weird thing is when when Rat were actually popular, well, when they started becoming popular in the in the nineties, um, he he was just playing plain red shovels and kramers. Yeah. And then suddenly you got a signature model and decided, no, I want a snake skin. Um, <laughs> so if, if you can get past the snake skin, it is actually a really nice looking guitar. Um, I mean, you, it, get,
0: you get that with the uh, the Lynch models as well, don't you? The um, the, the Tiger it, Stripe. Yeah, you, the, these kind of Tiger Stripes. Isn't there a. Uh,
1: there's the Kamikaze That's as well, true. as,
0: which is. There's
1: a, kamikaze, of, there's a Tiger Stripe, there's the, the Skull and snakes oh. also known as the Haji. that what that that's the whole body though that's um kind
0: of in with that aesthetic isn't it no 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 that's that's uh, bones oh bones okay but yeah so I mean, i'm a george lynch fan <laughs> yes yeah much more so than myself i know i know a little bit <laughs> um I, ju- I just remember george lynch having big hair and tasteless guitars
1: <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> but the other announcement from Charvel is um, speaking of Ozzy Osbourne, it's a uh, J.K. Lee signature model. Um, That's sick. Obviously, J.K. Lee was um, interim guitarist between Randy Rhodes and Zach Wilde. Yeah, um,
0: often forgot forgotten, isn't he, uh, J.K. Lee?
1: Yeah, he is, but it's it's a shame because he is a hell of a guitarist. But in in the days yep. when he was playing with uh, Ozzy, and and just after when he went solo, yeah, he, he he was actually playing an ESP. Oh, was he? Yeah, he was he was um, he was in Dorsey label mate with uh, with Lynch, um, which is. Act- which is actually quite amusing because George Lynch actually got the Ozzy Osbourne gig for about two months after Randy Rhodes passed away, and then they sacked him off and got George uh, got J.K. Lee instead. And <laughs> <laughs> they were both playing ESPs, but um, the the Charvel is actually an exact replica mm-hmm. of the ESP signature.
0: So it's it's like a a, a cream finish. I think it's ebony board black. Uh, black squash plate. Is it HSH as well?
1: Um, the one I saw was HSS oh, um, it's, uh, it's got a straightforward, um, right, straight-fitted hornbooker in the bridge Yeah, but then the single coils instead of being straight, they're sort of slanted at the same angle as a Strat's bridge pickup would be oh, Okay um, which is exactly what his ESP was oh, Okay ah, nice. um, So, so they've, they've carried the design over from ESP right. And done, a, as I say, an exact replica of it um, it's, uh, I think it's hardtail as well, actually
2: I, I really need to get myself a Super Strat of some sort Just to <laughs> kind of <laughs> If I get a metal gig, I don't actually have a metal guitar to use I've got a telly, a Firebird, and a Les Paul. <laughs> you, well, could do, you could do metal on a Les Paul. Yeah, but not like I, I like my guitars high up. A high up Les Paul
0: looks stupid. <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it sounds like some uh, some interesting um, interesting releases from Charvel. Uh, kind of paying <laughs> paying homage to the uh, to those. Um, Kind of excessive artist of the eighties and nineties. Um, so hair metal heroes. Hair metal it heroes. Is. That's the one. So we, we've got um, we've got something called uh, something by a company called Audio Ox. Uh, Do you want to do you want to let yes. us know a little bit about this, Ollie?
2: Well, it's the, that's the model name is the Audio Ox. Oh, is the it? Company. Oh, okay. It's made by it's made by Universal Audio. Oh, okay. who, If model. you don't know who Universal Audio are, um. Look up the uh, Apollo preamps, which are audio interfaces. They're expensive stuff, but, you know, if you're going to buy an audio interface yeah. and you want something just good, well, better than good, you want the best, then you buy an o- universal audio one just because they are st- unbelievably powerful. I uh-huh. think um, Rabia of YouTube and Anderton's fame. There aren't many Some of them point. around, are there? There aren't many Rubiers. <laughs> they did a video where they took the I think it's called the eight P okay. uh interface. Yeah. And because audio universal audio make loads of plugins which model old preamps and guitar amps and stuff. Yeah. They did a comparison where they got an actual desk with Neve preamps and stuff versus and they recorded it at the same time, so it was the same performance. Yeah. So one was a real thing, one was emulations from um, Universal Audio using that interface, and there was a slight difference in the low end that you could tell. Okay. So I, I recommend going and finding that visit video because the performance itself yeah. of the four-piece band is just incredible. Yeah. Um, but the Ox, if it's anything like their interfaces and their preamps and their plugins yeah this will probably be the best attenuator on the market i'd go i'd go as far to say so it's an attenuator but it
0: doesn't it also do uh speaker modeling as well yeah it's got a
2: line out headphone out um has reverb i'm just looking at a picture it looks like you can have um different presets as well okay um so you can there is an app. There's an app for it. A lot of things. Yeah, there's a Ox Mobile or Desktop app, so you can edit presets from your phone. So in case you can have more than the four knobs to play with, so, uh, This is something we're seeing uh, quite a lot these days, isn't it? Yeah. Paul, Paul come on, uh, grow up.
1: <laughs> uh,
2: no. No. Never. Um, but you can change the speaker cab emulations. So I'd be interested yeah. to see if those are. Um, Like, if they're like the Tech 21 kind of speaker emulations where it's all solid state circuitry and basically just a fancy EQ. Yeah. Or if it's, you can actually load proper impulse responses into it. Because if if you can do that, then, you know, you're going to be on par with, well, you're going to be above just about everything else, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, it it seems like it's a, a an ideal uh, studio tool, something to have kicking around um, yeah. for uh, some. Um, it's, I
1: keep some
0: good level
2: recording um, without kind of I mean, disturbing your neighbours, or it's not cheaper is the only thing. Yeah, thirteen hundred dollars. Yeah, so, so I mean, we're talking at least a grand. Uh, yeah, British. But the thing with Universal Audio, if you, even if you look at their like their two input yeah. interfaces, you still look at like six hundred quid for those. It's just the fact that their stuff is so high quality. Yeah, and it's it's up there. You know, it's not like if it would be like if Focusrite made uh, this kind of thing, that would yeah. probably come in at like three hundred quid because of where their interfaces are. Yeah, this is. Kind of, yeah, we're talking that next level. Yeah, the, the, if this is as good as the rest of their stuff, the $1,300 is, you know. Yeah, it's it's the price you got to pay. Yeah. It's um, got digital outputs. It's got, you can actually have silent practice. You can have a headphone out. Right, brilliant. So if you've got a 100-watt Plexi, then you live in a one-bedroom flat.
1: <laughs> you yeah, can, you're not going to somebody three streets away phoning the police on you. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's
2: you can just do that yeah. instead. But I think it's going to be. Uh, I, I'm I'm certainly interested to see when they release more details about it. Yeah, yeah, because it's just kind of the um, the pre-release
0: at the moment, isn't it? It's it's before yeah. we get before we get any meaty information. It's kind of those teasers uh,
2: at at Nam. Um, yeah, see if I can. Oh, I've actually found it on the uh, audio Universal Audio website now. Okay, yeah, yeah, cool. So, um, yeah, it's got digital output, output, so it's got SPDIF, or however you want to pronounce it. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> even
0: going to pre- pretend to know what
2: SPDIF means. S, S forward slash P D I F digital out. Okay. You, you get them on digital things.
1: <laughs> thank, thank you
2: for clearing
0: that one up, Oli. Thank you for clearing that Yeah, yeah, up. yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Funny. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, we'll mo- on moving on. There's there's <laughs> um, there's an announcement this this week from um, from Epiphone, and I I honestly thought that Epiphone wouldn't be able to release anything that would make us um, speak so loudly about um but they <laughs> they they've essentially released um a melody maker um yeah in some pretty tasty colors i think they've got black a sunburst they've got some bright colors as well i think they've got like a, uh, a bright yellow um some form of kind of pastel pastel blue uh, i've i've not got them to ha- uh, not got the pictures to hand but i remember there the being some, some quite kind of vintage retro looking um vibes coming from it and the thing that's been blowing people away, they've been quoting these as $99. Uh, so, I mean, yeah. we're probably going to be seeing them at about £100-ish. Um, yeah,
2: yeah I, I'd probably say they're probably going to be, unless they're adamant on the whole 99, Yeah, like the number 99, the price, I reckon 120 quid. Yeah, so kind of around that. Around that. Um,
0: yeah. So, FP, FP Les Pauls. I mean... Quality wise, we're probably going to be talking something along the region of the special two, which is bolt on yeah. neck. Um little bit cheaper construction, especially at that price point. You're probably talking yeah. some very cheap Chinese electronics. Um, but just the look of these uh, these guitars, it's been it's been divided in opinions, but um no, I'm I'm not I'm not a fan. I'm a
1: fan of Gibson, so...
0: I, I personally, I'd, I'd, I'd say if, if I didn't have literally guitars coming out my ears, I'd, I'd probably put some money down for one of these. I reckon it'd be a great base for some modding. Um, I've, I've played a couple of the Special 2s over the years as well. Um, they used to be really popular um, for students uh, that I'd have. Um, yeah. The Special 2s, they weren't bad. They weren't bad. Um you could tell that there are some corners cut, but they i mean they were a solid kind of basis for um for kind of learning and if you put some time and effort into them as well, you'd probably come up with a a decent kind of backup guitar or just a something to kick around the house with, maybe even something you might want to gig and the aesthetic it's 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 fresh. It's fresh. It's it's something different. So yeah, I I was I was really digging them, especially the, like the uh, the really vibrant colours as well. I thought it's got a really re- uh, kind of retro vibe.
2: They've gone for the, they've gone the fender colour. Yeah, yeah, all sort really.
0: Um, and single nah, coils not... as well. Single coils in a um in a kind of uh, single cut shaped instrument.
2: I just think it's wrong calling it a Les Paul. That's the thing I can't get over. If they'd have called it a Melody Maker, I could have accepted it maybe. But the fact they're trying to set it off as a Les Paul just doesn't yeah. sit well with me, because it's not. It's not mahogany. It's not set neck. It's single cut. Yeah. But it's not.
0: It hasn't got humbuckers. Yeah, it's a it's a Les Paul in shape, but it's not a Les Paul in spirit, I suppose. Or any or any other way, yeah. yeah. It, you
2: know, isn't it made of
0: poplar as well? I I don't know the specs off off by by uh, by hand, and I've not got the um, got the spec sheets up. But I'd imagine it's not going to be mahogany. It's not going to be premium quality materials at that point. Yeah. Um. So also, um, we've got a release from Taylor it might be a re release. I don't I don't know much about Taylor guitars, uh I'll be honest. Um I've played a couple. Um they've announced a, a twelve string. Something you don't see yeah all that often?
1: Yeah it's not like Taylor I haven't done twelve strings before but yeah. it's um it's a it's a tweak on an existing model. Yeah. Um and to, to be fair, I mean what what can you say it's a Taylor, it's a twelve string. <laughs>
0: Yeah, there's
1: there's not a great deal to
0: say about it. And, and if I'm honest, I, acoustic guitars are not my thing. No, I, me neither. I, I feel a little bit lost on them. I I like bending
1: strings. I'll admit, if we were to buy another acoustic, cause mine's absolutely knackered. I mean, the, the, the action, you don't measure it in millimetres, you measure it in double-decker buses. <laughs> um, but if we were to buy another acoustic, um, I would actually be so sort of tempted to, to get to a 12-string, mm. Whether I would go as far as to get a tailor, I don't know because acoustics just aren't that important to me. i yeah. I've always been an electric guy. Yeah, I think um,
0: I think that's a kind of running theme with a lot of us in the in the, the guitar community these days. Um, yeah, you're, you're either a a kind of electric leady guy, or you're a bit of a strummer. Um, yeah, and. Uh, yeah, like I say, personally I'm I'm the uh, the guy who'll like to like to bend up on the tiny strings. Um so yeah, I mean Taylor, twelve string, good on them. Yeah, yeah, uh, again, nice one. Onwards, <laughs> yeah, just for that. We, <laughs> um We've got, um some, some meaty um meaty releases from a uh, a certain company, which uh, Ollie's going to oh, focus through.
2: Are we on the argument now of where I see the point of this and you two don't? <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, going to try and sell us. you. Let, yeah, let's announce
0: this, and let's see if, uh, let's see if you can sell us this, uh, this product.
2: It's the, finally, it's the Carbon Copy Deluxe from MXR. Okay. Which I've been waiting for something like this for years because the only thing that stopped me from buying a carbon copy was the lack of tap tempo. Oh, I, okay, yeah. That's just, it's just sort of the I wanted. I like the sound of the carbon copy. Yeah, it's it's a, it's the it's one of the classic delay pedals, isn't it? It's yeah, it's it's been just, around forever. It's one of these ones think... that if you
0: if you if it's mentioning that uh, a delay pedal sounds analog sounding. It, it's most likely going to be some form of copy of the carbon copy. Yeah.
1: Um, carbon copy of a carbon copy. That's a, yeah, yeah.
0: Basically, carbon copy. <laughs> copy um, yeah. So
2: this is essentially—it's a big carbon copy. It's a bit—it's a bit more expensive than you used to with carbon copies. Yeah. Um, but I'll go through the specs and then reveal the price to you at the end. <laughs>
1: um, it's
2: got. Four um subdivisions for the tap tempo. And he's got a display so you can see what's on. Um it's got the usual controls plus a couple extra for the modulation. Okay, so, so uh,
0: just go back to the um the divisions. What have we got? We've got quarter notes, we've got uh, uh I'm I, guessing eighth nights as well.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. dotted, dotted yeah. eights. Yeah. Um actually it looks like it could be sixteenths, looking at that. Okay, so it could be eights, sixteenths, dotted eights, and then triplets.
0: Yeah, triplets was the one. Yeah,
2: yeah. I'm sure I heard um, about triplets. Okay, it doesn't no. say on what the website I've got up, but yeah, I'm guessing. Um, so the controls are mix. That's fairly obvious. Regen, which I'm guessing is the feedback.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's standard to the yes, yeah. uh, normal carbon copper. Yeah.
2: Um, delay, which is the it's speed. On, yeah. And then speed and width for the modulation which oh. has its switch so if you don't want any modulation you can just bypass that okay um it's also got a bright button so if you could never decide between the normal carbon copy and the carbon copy bright you can now have both okay you yep, just that's press pretty- button um apparently it's got it doesn't say how many it's got but there are presets programmable presets
1: hmm
0: so is how that I work with um an expression uh the
2: external I, foot switch, sorry or i'm not entirely sure i, I mean all i the only picture i've got is like a face down like looking yeah. at it from above so i can't see if there's any sort of midi or if there's any sort of foot switch. there's an expression out yeah. which apparently can be used to control just about yeah. I would, oh, I an expression for external control of various functions, programmable presets, and more. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so we, we're assuming a, an external um, button. Yeah. For that. So exactly. if you want, if you like me, and you have a normal delay and a ridiculous delay, it's not going to be a bad purchase. Okay. Um, it can go at line level or instrument level, so it could be that'd be nice in the studio as well if you want to mess with sounds. Yeah. That you've recorded. Um, that's
0: just about, yeah, and how much uh how much are we talking ollie for this uh wonderful piece of instrument uh,
2: on the uh, website yeah. I am on right now, it's two hundred and twenty seven pounds <laughs>
1: see my go on my take on that is it's it's good the 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 spec is is good,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: But. MXR have left it way too late in the day to be doing that. Yeah, they've really missed the trick. Three years ago, I think just about everyone would have one. Yeah, whereas now, I mean, you've got an abundance of the likes of EHX, um, you've got the bossy S3. You know, you, you, you've got all these options now that you, you don't really need a carbon copy, Bill Ops, unless you really want that. You know, it, it's literally a case of want more than need. Yeah, because yeah. there's all sorts. I mean, and you you've have got to really the, want it for two hundred and thirty quid. That's something yeah. You've hit you hit
0: the oh. nail on the head, Paul. You've hit the nail on the head for for me anyway.
2: Don't I think JHS make one? Is it Summit Panther, isn't it? Yeah, uh, the pink. Panther, Which, yeah, something definitely. like that. Yeah. So you've got that. You've got if you want to go more. You've got the Walrus Audio. Is it Walrus Audio Bellweather Delay? Yeah. Um, you've got just about every everything makes one. If you don't want a big pedal with all the flashbacks, do it. Yeah, I, I think they're just a little bit late to the party with this one. Yeah, yeah. It it could. I mean, it could. I'm. I really hope it goes down well because it looks like it's going to be a good pedal. And if it holds up to the carbon copy name, then it will be. It'll go really well. But it's just a case of do people still want it?
0: Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think that's I think that's what's happening here. I think they're banking on the good name of the uh, the carbon copy, and the uh, the kind of brand loyalty that that's that's built up for those yeah. people to go for that. But I'm thinking at 230 odd quid, yeah, you don't have to add add too much more to get up to uh, the DD 500.
2: Yeah, um, which and, is every kind of delay you want, MIDI and yeah, and I mean it's, it's
0: bells and whistles,
2: isn't it?
1: Yeah, was, uh, like old the, the Strimins for that sort of price as well. What or Strimins, or whatever they're called. Strimins. Yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, you, you're pushing more towards the four it's to five hundred mark for Strimins. Three
2: three fifty for the basic. Is it three fifty for the basic Strimins now?
0: I, I don't know. I mean, right. being being the budget pedal chap, it's uh, it's something that <laughs> I, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't tend to look at too too
1: often. That's, <laughs> that's that's a bit like me. I'm I'm really not sort of pedal gear oriented yeah. at all. So um, uh, shall I
2: go over the have a bit of a just kind of cover the rest of the uh, yeah. I mean,
0: lock? MXR have got some. Uh, I mean, it's not just just now, but recently they've bought out some really interesting pedals. Yeah, as uh, uh, well, I'll, I'll just. I'll just finish up with that carbon copy and just say, when I first saw it, I was super yeah. excited about it because, of, because of the, uh, the, the kind of the, the brand of the carbon copy. But then yeah. the, the more I thought about it, the more I was just, I just had to question and just think, thought, is there actually really a market for this? It's, it's like a, a pebble in an ocean, isn't it really?
2: Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah this this is what else mxr have got or mxr and dunlop that sort of whole yep. thing they've got going on as well at the moment so i've got the the mxr booster mini which supposedly is like a mix of the mxr micro amp and the echoplex preamp pedal yeah which's got a volume and a it. tone yeah. so i'm kind of i'm guessing it's got like the boosting Power of the microamp because microamp's fairly clean, from what I remember. Um, so I'm guessing it's just the utter power of the microamp, yeah, and that just EQ shape of the preamp, and you can mix and blend with the volume and tone controls. But that's a mini pedal. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh,
0: a mini offering with the yeah. with the two, which yeah, yeah. space a hundred, saving. Yeah, hundred
2: dollars for that. Not bad at all, is it? No. If I were a bass player I would be interested in this Which is the Geezer Butler Crybaby Okay Of Black Sabbath fame, obviously Indeed, yes um, So that doesn't have a price Written anywhere near it that I can see Um, That means it's going to be expensive Yeah, but it's got the <laughs> Auto um, Switching like the Morley pedals, so you oh, don't have to worry about switching it on and off. Yeah, it it engages when you rock yeah. the um the pedal itself. Pump so and go. Yeah, I'd I'd be quite interested in that. i would quite interested to in see how it voices on guitar as well for the low. For if you're playing low stuff,
1: it it would be interesting.
2: Yeah. That's that. Um, we got any any more from MSR and Dunlop? Yeah, uh, more Joe Bonamassa stuff. <laughs> more. There be an Another signature pedal for Joe Bonamassa.
0: This is quite interesting,
2: though, um, is which problem. is that yeah, it's a special over, the special overdrive which they did with Way Huge. Yeah. However long ago it was, but it's essentially two of those in a pedal. You can't. I don't think you can have them both on at the same time because the two switches one says bypass, one says drive select. Okay. So, and there's a switch that says series on it, so that's going to do something. <laughs> um, uh, so Switch, it has to do something. Yeah, I'm assuming it d- it drives them Concurrently Yeah, uh, maybe. But you can. I'm get. You can have two at different settings, and then you can play with that and have a lead boost or whatever. Just yeah, Fill yeah, your boots. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't, you can run in series for overdrive into overdrive magic, as Music Radar is saying. <laughs> the um, marketing spiel. So, you can have yeah. one on, or you can just have them all on, and you can be really noisy, and you can feedback when you're not playing, <laughs> and just sound like a dick. So, <laughs> that's that covered. Um, Don't hold yourself up, you say, uh,
0: say it as it is.
2: Yeah, there you know. go. <laughs> um, Sub octave bass fuzz. Cool, yeah. That, that could be interesting. Fairly self explanatory. Yeah. The octave is switchable. There's a dry blend as well, so that, that could be interesting. See how that translates onto guitar as well? Yeah. Um, now we're on to the fun part. Jimi Hendrix, Crybaby mini <laughs> Absolutely. That, that's, that's pretty cool, actually, yeah. yeah. It's, but let's face it, they're milking the name, aren't they? They are. Yeah, right? I,
1: I think Hendrix, Hendrix stuff's been done to death yeah. ever since he died.
2: And then we've got three more Hendrix pedals which I'll just go through very quickly. Gypsy Fuzz in uh, P90-sized housing.
1: And it's got a tone control as well. Wow. <laughs> P90-sized housing, does that mean you're supposed to actually fit it to your guitar? It's... <laughs> it,
2: it, I don't know. So th- 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 they're the, not, the kind of MXR-style boxes. Yeah, Um Yeah, just the standard size pedal. I don't know why they had to advertise like that but I, I quite like the fact that in the description it says including an all new tone control for sonic fine tuning it's because it, it's got a it's, it's got a tone control well, well a, a lot of the um the
0: original fuzzies used to be volume and fuzz essentially so or volume yeah. and sustain or something along those lines so yeah. but
2: i'm that assuming was marketing my... hype at its best <laughs> yeah now right we've added tone control <laughs> but if you want extra tone um Univibe Chorus Vibrato pedal Jimi Hendrix one Classic Jimi um, Hendrix Yeah uh, So phasey, chorusy, Leslie sounding goodness according to this General whooshy, whooshy sounding yeah. goodness yep. <laughs> With modern features such as a status LED True bypass switching and a 9 volt power jack <laughs> Wow They are, They are pushing these modern features aren't they Wow yeah I think it's called scraping the barrel a little bit. Yeah. Um, And then the fuzz face distortion, which there's nothing. It it still says modern features. It does that again. But it's volume, fuzz, a picture of Mickey Mouse on the front. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they're they're being
0: affectionately known as the Mickey Mouse pedals, aren't they? Uh, Yeah. you've got two giant black um, knobs on the front and then Jimi Hendrix's face kind of just underneath.
2: So yeah. it, it looks very, uh, very Mickey Mouse. The Mickey Mouse range, but that's done lot. Done uh, for that's quite a lot for them for some of them. That's yeah. I, I was I,
0: I'm sure i have heard that they did um, another couple of um, Hendrix fuzzies uh, in that range. But we'll, we'll leave it there anyway for them lot. Um, yeah,
2: it's just uh, that's what I've got up on this website. So yeah. if there's more, then blame Music Radar. <laughs> uh, just kind of springboarding off that. Um, just to kind of wrap up
0: MXR because this um, this isn't uh, summernam uh, news, but it's kind of recent. Um, the uh, they they did another couple of mini pedals. They did the the phase 95 or something last year.
2: Ah yes, um, that which, looks really good.
0: Cool. Yeah, I mean it, it seems to answer a, a lot of the uh, problems that certain people had with the uh, the original phase uh, phase 90 or the phase 45. Uh, it has the phase ninety, phase forty five switch and it has the script versions as well. Um and not so long back they bought out the um the Dyna Comp Mini as well. With again yeah. some switching options. And
1: they brought, they brought out
0: yeah, they brought out a few mini
2: pedals.
0: Yeah. Um so, I, really, I still really want that reverb
2: pedal.
0: They, I mean they are they are knocking yeah. it out of the park with uh, with some of the uh, releases uh, some of the mini pedal releases. Some of those seem to have missed the mark a bit, though. I mean, yeah, I'm not sure that the um, the Hendrix ones will make too much of a dent in the uh, the already saturated market, especially with the amount of fuzzies kicking around these days. Uh, yeah, so many fuzz face clones and big muff clones. And... Yeah, I mean, you you just got to look to the boutique market, and you see every man and his dog has got a some form of fuzz out. So I mean.
2: The DIY market as well. If you go on some like the DIY pedal things and all the kits, yeah, most of the kits on that website are varying fuzzes, the different kind of big muffs, the different fuzz faces. Yeah. I, Actually, I nearly bought a Joe Bonamassa fuzz face kit because I really like the sound of it, but didn't want yeah. to spend 200 quid or whatever it is. Yeah.
0: I mean, as, as so are here. I mean, I've, I've got no um, no experience in um, pedal uh, pedal design or building myself but I, I hear that the fuzz circuits are quite um, quite simple um, in fact yeah. I remember seeing something on Facebook um, uh, a fuzz circuit that fits on a key ring like a little PCB <laughs> um has <laughs> got two little jacks on it it's like a little key ring fuzz um, nice. so yeah I mean can we see those um, making their way to next year and people still talking about them We'll we'll have to find out.
2: Um, I, I think if you like the whole Jimi Hendrix thing and you know yeah. want to do that, I mean it's not for me. Yeah. But if you do like it and it's the whole Jimi Hendrix thing and you want a picture of Mickey Mouse on your pedal board and <laughs> all that, then I mean they'll sell for people like that. It's a bit like the carbon copy. Yeah. It's gonna be the it's gonna be the, that name that sells it. Yeah. The yeah. It's gonna be Jimi it. Hendrix. It's yeah. only the Jimi Hendrix name on it that sells it. Yeah. If they just came out saying, look, a fuzz face in a normal box. Everyone would have gone, Well done. It's good to go and buy a DIY kit for like <laughs> half the price. Yeah. Um, yeah, I reckon we'll we'll have
0: to see anyway. We'll see yeah. uh, see what time tells us. Um, we've got some Fender releases and Paul you've got a lot of the info on this, so take it away. Yeah,
1: um four fat fender stuff, I'm don't normally pay that much attention to because it's normally... I'm um, very much... The way you are with pedals, Adam, I'm very much like that with guitars. If it costs more than 300 quid, I'm not interested. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, you, you take the likes of the Eric Clapton Strat. I mean, it's, what is it, two grand? I, I don't know. I, I, um, it, it's something like that. When yep. you could buy a Mexican Strat, stick a set of lace sensors in it or whatever pickups. Clapton's using now. Yeah, so
0: he's moved away from the licenses, but... Yeah, well, that, that's okay, what yeah, okay, I mean. You, I get your point, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah, got the same uh,
1: spec and saved yourself a grand.
0: Doesn't he use the, think, <laughs> the noiseless... Yeah, I yeah, say so
1: he uses the Fender of noiseless yeah. pickups now. Well, that's what I mean. You, you, you can you can buy 300 quid Mexican strap, buy the pickup separately, and you've saved yourself a grand for the same, yeah. basically the same spec. But... Um, there are a couple of releases that do look really interesting and they are super limited edition. Ooh, detail. Um, so, I'm actually going to do it in the opposite order to what I was going to do. Uh, the first one is the 75th anniversary, I think it is, um, of the Battle of the Pacific World War Two. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and they have actually released a Pacific uh, B-25 model, uh, Strat and uh, Telecaster both of which um, they, they kind of like a really deep sea green um, behind the bridge uh, it's got in white military stencil B-25 it's got the US Air Force roundel and then uh, I can't remember what the number is I think it's 3255 or something like that which would have been um, a typical aircraft fuselage tag number Wow um, The scratch plate it, on both guitars is actually modelled to depict a B-25 bomber um, As I said yeah, I've found a picture of him now you can yeah, look at it. These, these are the sort of guitars where if you wanted to buy something just to show off with it you could <laughs> Thank you Ollie um, Yeah there it is. There's the telly. That's yeah. um, that's that's good. Yeah, yes. Yeah, it it is the sort of guitar that if you, if you wanted to buy it to to show off with it, then you could, or you could stick it in a case for another 25 years. Yeah. And then it'll be worth an absolute fortune on the hundredth anniversary. Um yeah. Prices are going to be ridiculous. Yeah, it's it definitely be
0: a collector's piece. A limited
1: edition. Yeah. Yeah. You, <laughs> you, got to be in the market.
2: <laughs> just in the price of it. <laughs> How much? It's uh, yeah, it's it's a lot. It's um. Is it as much as the Robbie Robertson couple one? It's just over seven and a half
1: grand. No, uh, the Robbie Robertson with eight grand. <laughs> yeah, it's seven thousand five hundred and sixty-nine pounds. Yeah, for the for the sort of guitars where if you have to ask the price of it, you can't afford it. Yeah, yeah. Although it um, does just
2: remind me of. I don't know if you two would. Necessarily no. It's Schechter did some a few years ago. Who I are these that you, you speak of? Um yeah, funny. Um <laughs> the Schechter did like varying shapes and stuff like that, but it was all aircraft kinda themed as well. Okay. A few years ago. And they were selling for like seven. I don't remember quid. that. Um it's probably <laughs> three Three years ago, now lists yeah. start doing them. Yeah, but you know they were a tenth of that price. Obviously, yeah. the pit guards weren't made from actual aircraft aluminium and all that
1: nonsense. yeah but it looked cool, <laughs> and as a fifteen-year-old, I did really want one. <laughs> but um, I mean, as I was saying, the, the 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 kind of a you you can have them as a. a, a a player's guitar. If you want them, or you can use them as a showpiece. Yeah. The other offering from Fender this year is <laughs> Whereas the where is the B twenty five models are commemorating something. Yeah. They have a a model called the uh, the front row Legend Esquire. I think it's Legend. Uh, the front row Esquire. Okay. And if you get one of these, it is actually Oh that's that's cool. Yeah, it's one of the sectors. Just,
2: just uh, um, sorry, right. sorry, oh, sorry, sorry. Sorry, for me. interrupting, but just, Ooh,
1: yeah. What well, that was then. Um yeah, no, yeah. The, the, the the front row Esquire. Yeah. Um if you buy one of these, you are literally buying a piece of history. Because somehow Fender have managed to secure um a boatload of the, um, the the bleacher boards from the Hollywood Bowl. Oh, okay. Wow. And built them into limited edition telecasters. Well, Esquires. Yeah. Um, so, as I say, that is the sort of... And that will be even more expensive than the B25. I mean,
0: you, you, you've you got to assume so. I mean, they've, they've yeah. been doing some... Uh, I didn't even bother looking at the price because I
1: just knew it was going to be a steep bit price. Bit but, <laughs> having said that, I mean... I. I as I say, I'm not one for expensive guitars. Um, I, I firmly believe that if if you buy a cheap guitar and do enough to it, you can get the same quality as a 3000 pound guitar for about a third of the price. But if I had the money, I would actually put my hand in my pocket for one of these, um, purely because of the historical value of it. Yeah. Um, quite how I would feel about having a guitar that's had something like seven and a half million RC sat on it. <laughs> I'm not too sure. But I wouldn't be playing it. Yeah it, it that would be one way you'd put it in a glass case and yeah. leave it there because in a couple of years, in ten years, it's gonna have double, tripled in value. You know, it's it is an investment. It's not a it's not an instrument, it's an investment. Yeah. yeah. I don't normally agree with Guitars' as investments, but on this, because of its significance, I actually would. Yeah. They, oh. they did something um, a couple of years back uh,
0: with some more interesting materials as well. They, I think they did something with uh, oh, the cardboard one. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they, uh, they repurposed some, uh, some pieces of barn. Oh, those are uh, the redwood
2: ones.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah yeah. So I mean Fender are definitely looking to some uh, different places for inspiration recently. Um which I mean agree with it or not it's definitely it's it's pushing pushing in a different direction. Um is there anything I else from uh, Fender that
1: we've um we've missed out just on? Just before we just before we move yeah. on. What you've just said there is, is just just made me think of something that we had a conversation about um I think it was uh, Carl actually started the conversation on it about how HuffPost uh, saying Fender and Gibson are reporting that their sales are dropping because of the the massive amounts of guitars that are available in the second-hand market. Yeah. And it's not sustainable to keep producing brand-new guitars. But that brought me on to a question of, like you are saying, about reclaiming barn sections and stuff like that to make guitars out of them. Yeah. Why aren't they buying up the old fenders <laughs> and, and repurposing them? Well, you think about it, Rosewood yeah. is now under heavy size restriction. Yeah. If they bought up all their old guitars, they've got a net, well, a, a fretboard at least, that has already played in feel, and there's people will pay thousands for a guitar that has already played in feel. Yeah. It's and you've got a, a fretboard. You've got a fretboard with a ready-playing field, You've yeah. no shortage of, of rosewood because it's all out there. It's on the market, and all they need to do is just scout eBay, snap up all the old guitars, yeah, snap
0: up bargains, um, and and
1: yeah,
0: be kind a of master, master to built touch on it, and
1: yeah, exactly. So you know, it's an interesting. I, I don't it's an think James Brumley's friend making out. Um, I think
0: if if you start to see this within the next uh next couple of years you've got a you've got a case there for for perhaps some um financial um, financial yeah. comeback compensation that's it um, <laughs> right just just looking towards My the time and, and um thinking if we're going to get all of the all of this wonderful wonderful stuff in we've got to we've got to move on so we've got um uh was there anything more from Fender sorry
1: um, yes, there is. They've um, they've reissued a hardtail bullet uh, Squire strap. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I, I think they stopped doing the, the hardtail for a while, um, but they've they've reissued it now. Yeah. Um, which I've always thought I've always thought having a hardtail option has been quite important, and Fender phased it out on a lot of the ranges yeah um i think they made a big mistake in doing that all right they might not sell anywhere near as many as they do with the tram but it's important to have that option
0: yeah it's it's a it's, uh, especially at that kind of price range the bullets uh the, the squire bullets being kind of very very low down the squire uh squire catalogue um having a hard tail just kind of takes out any of the issues uh that you get with the tram
1: uh, yeah, the, so, trim, the trims at that price point—you sort of breathe on them and they go out of tune. Yeah, I mean,
0: <laughs> you, you you find people who who want to turn those instruments into players, they usually slam the trim down anyway. Yeah. Um, just looking at looking at my notes, I've got um, there's a, a Radiohead um, signature. Um, <laughs> it's a it's a, a white um white strap um. It, it, it's apparently made in uh, made in Mexico, so MIM production. It's got some uh, upgraded pickups. I don't know what it's got in it. I think it's got some some form of Seymour Duncan, um, maybe like a Hot Rail or something in the in the bridge. Uh, but it's also got a sustainer pickup in it. Uh, they are asking somewhere near a grand for this instrument. Um... What are we thinking,
2: Holly? Is it the? Uh, just a quick question. Do you know which um, sustainer is in it?
0: I believe it's the Sustainiac, but oh, I don't. Don't hold me against that one.
2: Okay. Well, it, it it's one of who's, those. Whose signature
0: is it? <laughs>
1: uh, uh, far, is, uh, is it? As far as I says it's, it's, it a,
2: it's
1: as,
0: yeah, as far as I've heard. It's Radiohead.
1: <laughs> <I'm not laughs> yeah, but.
0: I, I don't know who, it's It's. It's not going to be Tom York, because um, he's, as far as I'm aware, he's a, a telly guy, but he, he mainly plays, uh, mainly plays acoustic, so I wouldn't yeah. I, I would say, is there, is the other guitarist called Ed, or something like that? The, uh, Johnny Greenwood. The, yeah, the, well, there, was, there were three in, in Radiohead, I believe.
1: No, right, yeah, well, if it was Johnny Greenwood, then it, it, it It'd be wouldn't te- be one that they'd, they'd sell very easily, because his were absolutely effing mental uh, one of yeah. these telecasters actually got nicked and why anybody nicked it I will never know because you just couldn't play it because <laughs> from the 12th fret down it was double fretting <laughs> from the 12th fret up it was fretless <laughs> what the hell
0: why would you steal that <laughs> let's see if I can find the name uh, a little bit of history um, so this this signature we're talking
2: um yeah, Edo Ed, Ed Edo Brian Brian Ed no, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, it's him.
0: So yeah, we've got we've got a name to the name to the guitar. Yeah. Um, my my issue, and this this kind of circles back to something that we did last week, actually. Uh, so this, as well as the the Paisley um, Paisley Telecaster, I. Um, in error, I've kind of assumed that it would have been uh, American made, or at least at least Japanese made. Apparently, that's yeah. made in Mexico as well. Um, my my no. issue with both of these is a made in Mexico um, instrument doesn't matter how, how fancy you, you have hardware on it, it should not be coming in a, a grand. No, yeah.
1: it just shouldn't yeah, be. Shouldn't be. They're, um, they're trying to cash in on on names again. Yeah. I mean, like I say, it comes back to what we we're saying about the the likes of the uh, the Eric Clapton strap for two grand. Yeah, when it, it it you can get exactly the same spec for you know five hundred quid. I mean,
0: I I, uh, I did a little bit of um, a little bit of research on this for myself actually, um, because I thought that kind of spec for um, for a, a, just a kind of made in Mexico strap was. Was ridiculous, so I, I actually went on Warmoth uh, and, yeah. and sourced prices for it. Um, and ended up pricing a, a Warmoth made um, body, uh, which is American made. Uh, oh, Warmoth yeah, is a it's a premium anyway, isn't it? Yeah. it's more expensive than this. This is selling. why. Yeah, I mean that's that's exactly why I went for Warmoth rather than going um, one of these cheap Chinese imports. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you're getting good quality there. And I think both the neck and the body came in at somewhere near about four, four to five hundred quid. If you put the uh, the price of the electronics, including the uh, the pickups, and this is RRP rather than the discount that you'd get if you were buying in bulk that the yeah. vendor were probably getting, um, that was another kind of 200 ish. Uh, I think it was about 280 quid. Um, all in all, Plus hardware, plus uh, scratch plate, plus every, everything else. It came in at somewhere near eight hundred and fifty quid, um, and this yeah. is this is like top top spec um, quality quality uh, pieces. So I mean, if my argument is, if you can make a, a custom made uh, a custom made guitar with with quality parts. For less than they're asking, a the mass-produced one uh, to be made, then there's there's some 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 form of error happening there. Some uh, they're they're playing very hard on the um, on the name and Radiohead.
1: Oh, I don't think they're that important anymore.
2: Yeah, I watched Radiohead at Glastonbury, and I'll be honest, they. That I'll just be straight, I'll just be brutal. They sucked. <laughs> they they they, would, they just. They weren't good. They they're long past it. I mean, yeah, in, they're, they're living off grief. They're still living off creep.
0: In their defence, in their defence, I mean, they they were instrumental in in a period of um, kind of British music history.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah, but that's way back in the nineties now.
0: Yeah, I think that, yeah, that we're, moment's we're gone. Twenty years down the line. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, same with the the, the Paisley Telecaster as well. Um, you could you could put together a, a, a decent piece of kit for probably probably half, if not two thirds, of the the price that they're asking for Paisley. Um,
1: so yeah, I suppose you could argue with the the bad Paisley Telecaster. Um, he is current. He's relevant. Yeah. Whereas Radiohead, not so much anymore. Yeah
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, there's there's more of a there's more of a, um, name named cash in on there, really, I suppose. But it is, it's, again, it's cashing in on the name. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that's me standing up on my, my little soapbox a little there. But
2: I think... The uh, most expensive part of that entire guitar would be the sustainiac. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, hard likely, yeah. they're hard to source. They're hard to source. Sustainia. Yeah. I remember I wanted to buy one ages ago, and the website is like this text-based. <laughs> it, yeah, you know, it's not. It's not like a proper company website. It's like it's clearly something someone's made. Yeah. In their own time or whatever. old, old HTML. Well.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's that sort
2: of thing, and it's got a little form at the end where you email them and you send them money, and they ship it out to you. But it's depending on what you get, you're looking at two hundred. I think it was about two hundred and fifty dollars. Oh right, 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 Just for a standard, so it's that's the most expensive part of the guitar for them. Then you get the Seymour Duncan pickup, which Fender probably get for about fifty quid. Probably. Um, yeah. so, so,
0: so I hear that the, the the um the markup um on branded pickups to put into uh, production models it's a very it's a very tight margin so that's why I was, yeah. quite, um, I was quite generous with the margins that I was I was given there um, so they they're,
2: they're not going to you know the wood they've got they're not going to end up spending that much money on it so i've no, uh, probably got a good 300 quid whereas you did it with warm off yeah and there is about 150 quid difference in price between what you built and what you can buy yeah my theory they're yeah, they're probably making 200, 300 minimum. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Who knows? But I mean, that that was
0: kind of my my bugbear on that situation. Um, yeah. So, I mean, we've we've gone through the news of the week. We we've kind of running up to time, but I'd like to I'd like to do one of our questions. Uh, one of our um, one of our friends um, posted up. This week uh, on our Facebook page, um, he's kind of he's after a clean boost um, for for lead work. He uses um, he uses a, a couple of different guitars. He's got um, a thin line a thin line Telecaster. He's got a Gretsch, but he, he also wants to use it for um, for his acoustic as well. So, um, have, have we got any any thoughts that might help him out? Um on on this. So clean boosts or maybe alternatives.
1: Spark Mini.
2: Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Straight away. So Spark. Uh, so yeah, so we're saying the the Spark Mini. Yeah. Without a shadow of doubt, I bought one just under a year ago. Yeah. It cost me forty five, fifty quid. Yeah.
1: We need to uh, find out brilliant. um Josh Baton bought one. Um, not a CC Spark. He bought a a clean Boost. Oh, the little, was, the little green thing. The little green thing. Yeah, it was it was sixteen quid, but he said it was absolutely awesome. So we need to find out what that was. Yeah, um, I've I've got that on my um on my
0: board. I was using it with the uh, the igniter in practice this week. Actually, um, it's for sixteen quid. It's okay. It's right. Um, I would. Out of that I'd, I'd put the extra money I'd I'd buy. In fact go and get the spark. Um my my money actually would go to um Bright Onion Pedals. Um they use yes. they do something which is very similar. I think it's to be honest, the internals are probably gonna be nigh on the same. Um it's called the soap boost. Um but it's it's giving uh giving the money to kind of a UK um UK manufacturer. Um uh, yeah. It's one one man up, as far as I'm aware, um, and it's about the same price as a spark.
2: Um, yeah, the thing that sells, thing really sells a spark for me though, is if you do like little lead lines that are only a couple of like beats long. You know, it's just a couple of notes that you need boosting. Yeah. The foot switch can. Oh, I was switch. Yeah, yeah. But like, if you hold it down. Yeah. After a certain amount of time, as soon as you take it off, it it's only on. It's like a momentary switch. Yeah which i use so much or when i gigged i i i used to use it all the time just for just little bits here and there instead of having to like slam yeah. my foot click, down yes yeah. yeah it was like oh hold take it off, done. which was a huge huge like selling point for me and i quite i wouldn't regret yeah like no, I don't. I don't regret buying it. It's yeah, I mean, uh, it, the thing with
0: TCs they they really do think about um, about the, the player and and the features that um, players will need, which is why I've got a, a pedal board almost full of them for when I uh, when I teach uh, because I mean I can get tons and tons of sounds out of it, um, and they are, they really are the chameleon of uh, of the pedal worlds. You can. Turn them to any sounds, um, but I mean, if, if um, a clean bo- uh, if a clean boost weren't an option, if we didn't have the the spark, um, have, we, have we have we got any kind of alternatives that you you might suggest?
1: I actually, I with both my guitars, um, yeah. they've been converted from well, the shots has been converted from volume in two tones to two volumes in a single tone. Yeah. Um, my Showmaster was originally a one-volume one song. Yeah. I've added a second volume. Um, so okay. So you... I, I, actually use my volume controls and flick between pickup selections to boost.
0: Oh, okay, that's that's pretty cool. I mean, that that's um something that was mentioned in the thread that, um, you can use your if you bring your volume down to about seventy percent, um, then when you when you're doing your lead break, you you bring that volume up. Um, I think
1: you could probably actually mod a, a switch into your guitar specifically for that. You know, add a, add a resistor in to cut the the output. Um,
0: Mentioning um, Eric Clapton again, actually, he's got the um, the the mid boost circuit. Tbx boost. Yeah, yeah, which uh, is an it's an active thing, so it requires a battery, but it's a something like a twenty dB boost at the fingertips. Yeah.
1: Um, so I mean there is like one hundred.
0: Um, but, um, I think the, the, um, the, the problem with that is that the fact that he uses three different, uh, three different guitars, one of which being an acoustic as well. Um, so that might not be, um, might not be feasible to do with each, uh, mm-hmm. like a mod for each and every one of them. Um, it, it, it sounds a lot odd
1: using a, a, a boost on an acoustic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. I mean, it, actually, it, no, I, I suppose I can see the reason, because yeah. with an acoustic, when you start picking out single notes, it loses a lot of its its strength and volume, whereas an electric, it, it tends to compress, so you you keep in a lot of the, the same frequencies.
0: Yeah. Um, something that was so also mentioned in our, in our thread, uh, which I think probably will work um, well in this application, is an EQ pedal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because off, oftentimes it's uh, it's not the volume that you need it's the push in certain frequencies um, yeah, especially, yeah especially those upper mids um, and just being able to boost those specific frequencies um, could work really well in this application um, I think finally mentioning the old tr- tried and trusty uh, tube screamer um, yeah for a, yeah. for a boost but in this situation, I mean it, it does similar to the EQ where it'll shelf the bottom end and it'll push those mids, uh some making you more present in the mix. Um but I think uh for his application, um just the the added gain is it's
1: it's not worth the hassle. No, you, you certainly don't want a, a cheap screamer on an EQ stick.
2: i quite I reckon I'd go the MXR yeah. EQ. Yeah, the mm. the Ten Band. I, I, the 10 or this, what is it? Is it like 6? Yeah, they've got 5 six, or 6 think, yeah. um, Over the Boss G 7 I mean, the Boss G 7 is classic, but it's, as with every Boss pedal, it's, I'm going to be one of those people, it's, you know, it's not true bypass, it's a little <laughs> bit dated. <laughs> no, I, I completely agree. I think um, Boss um,
0: get away with a little bit more then they perhaps should, yeah. Um, and it's because of that heritage.
2: Uh, yeah. If they if they updated it, without a doubt, I'd say the G seven. Yeah. But because MXR have just updated their EQ range. Yeah, it's probably worth. They they look all fancy and they're a little bit smaller and they, it's just nicer. But across, I would go with. If he wanted to spend the extra money, I'd go with a ten band. Yeah. But the six band would just do the. A very similar job for what
0: he wants. Yeah, I think you might be talking uh, pedalboard space as well, though. So, yeah, uh, I mean, if so, if, if pedal board space was an issue, we're saying uh, go for the spark. Um, yeah. If not,
2: or the mower, or the
0: EQ. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, the tiny little, sort of like four or five, and it's yeah. yeah. Um, if space isn't an issue, perhaps something bigger. Maybe the uh, the full size spark, so you get a bit of tonal in. Um, yeah. I think he mentioned the the uh, the Boo Electronics Clean Boost, which is just a single volume knob, uh, yeah. or perhaps um, the the smaller MXR uh, EQ. If space really isn't an issue, let's go for the the Ten band
2: Yeah, why not? Oh, why not? The 10, I might I might actually buy uh, just, uh, just just yeah. for the fun of it for just. my mini board that goes my camper. For the poops and the gigs, yeah, that's the one. Um, <laughs> right,
0: so we are coming up to about an hour and ten now, so I reckon we'll we'll wrap it up. We had we had one more question, but we'll save that for another time. Yeah, uh, I'll jump
1: out anyway because I've got a wife arriving from Scotland.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. So no, yeah, not, I mean, not mail order. Uh, <laughs> I've, got,
2: I've got to watch Game of Thrones. So
0: yeah, so we'll we'll uh, we'll allow that to happen. We'll allow that. Um, please no spoilers, uh, Mr. Miles. Yes,
2: um, I'm not that kind of person. Not unless you annoy me, at which point I will ruin your life. <laughs> right. So I mean that that's us for this week. Um, you can
0: catch me on uh, Facebook at Budget Pedal Chap, on Instagram at Budget underscore Pedal underscore Chap. Um, yeah, pretty much. I think that's pretty much pretty much it for me. Oli Miles, we've got. Uh, Facebook.com/slash Ollie yeah. Miles Music, which he is going to yeah. update sometime soon. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> on, I might do a guitar cover. I might
2: when I get round to it. I might do a guitar cover.
0: Fantastic. Uh, and Mr. Mason, uh, have you got anything you want to
1: plug? Um, if we <laughs> if we were still playing with my band, I would be plugging uh, Don't Panic, Whitefield but um. I'm on medical hiatus at the moment, so uh, that's fine. Right, give, give him
0: a plug anyway. Give him a plug anyway. Yeah, do it? Fact, share the on, give
1: it, give it a check out. Um, so hopefully, I'm going to be back with him at some point soon.
0: Yeah, fingers crossed for you. Uh, so that's uh, Facebook.com/slash. Don't panic. Blackball was that? Yes. Fantastic. Um, right. So that's this. That's us for this week. I will be able to speak occasionally. Uh, I should probably work on that being a host of this. Uh, podcast Um, that's where we're going to leave for this week so uh, goodbye hopefully uh, we'll hear you get you listening again soon
2: goodbye